What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, the High on LAFC podcast with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy, as well as my good friend, who you don't always see, Jorge Martinez. Say hello. What up, everyone? What is up, my bud? Uh, my boy. You know, <clears throat> bro, you know, I'm a, you know, fuck. Oh, shoot. Wait, I can cuss, sort of. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. I know, I will, I will, I will. But I'm I'm a little bit giddy, man. I'm a little bit giddy uh-huh. with like this the way the season has kind of started. For sure. Because I mean, out of both of us, I feel like I was more negative at least at the beginning, like right before because I was like, "Oh no, Chicho is not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't have the depth in the midfield." And you then I get shut up by what is going on right now with the front line with Timothy Tillman being quite a good player. I think uh, T- Tillman ended up being kind of a surprise. And if anyone says otherwise, I think they're lying. Because yeah. let's, let's be real, okay? Like, we all, we all found out about Malik Tillman within the last, like, 12 months, right? Mm-hmm. That's when he really was on everyone's radar. Once, Specifically once he he declared the U.S., like he was going to play for mm-hmm. the U.S. MNT. Um, well, we, you're talking about his brother, Malik. Right? Uh, exactly. So I'm just, that's, that's, and that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. We're talking about his brother, Malik. Then turns out he's got a brother. Yeah, Timothy. dude, like, I don't think know. anyone even knew I, that he had I a brother. Mean, like, if you did, props to you personally. Yeah. I watched a lot of Bundesliga too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. So I, I didn't know. know. I wasn't aware, you know, that we had a, a dual net available for us, um, you know, out there. Uh, so that's the thing. Is he's, he's a dual net. He's not cap tied from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe he can get into. Will he make it? Like he can get on the USMNT radar? Would be kind of cool. I don't know. That would, It'd be nice to have another international on the team. Right. But. Timothy Tillman, dude, what a surprise he's been. Like, we didn't know too much about him coming into the beginning of the season. And he's he's come in to show us who he is. Uh, you know, he's come on. I think his first game he came on for a sub, as a sub. Mm-hmm. This game, he go, I, I wasn't sure if he played the last Champions he, League game. I think he, he, I think he, he did, did play. Yeah, and then um, starts this weekend. And, and dude, what if just commanding. I, I think we had mentioned before <clears throat> in the past how our midfield, our starting lineup was amazing. Mm-hmm. But then when you started to rotate players, it kind of fell off, you know, like Sebastian Mendez, who was a pretty good player, uh, but he wasn't anything like any anything for us to, you know, cry about or anything. Like he was just he was a good player, he did the job. And then, you know, Janela never Janela never nah, popped man. off. He didn't necessarily work out great like did we wish he did. Um, but then we get Tillman and, and I think he just provides this whole other sort of like depth to the to the um to the squad because not only is he like a could be a depth player you know depending on the matchup or whatever if you or how you want to say look at the lineup because we can only have three Mm -hmm. uh in that mid the way we play but he's he's a player that comes off the bench or can come off the bench and isn't just he isn't just a okay we just need fresh legs guy he's actually Mm -hmm. someone who can come on and influence the game he can do that from the beginning of the match and he can do that coming in late into the match. So that's I think that's something that we may have lacked in the past where before it was just like, hey, we just need more energy in the midfield. Let's get some fresh legs on there and let's get some bodies moving and get like balls flowing. Not that I thought 
that was Mendez, but specifically thinking of like Janela and others that came before. Yeah, him. there wasn't really that guy that can move the ball forward because I always felt like the team was so reliant on Ilié to kind of like, you know, Sergio Busquets his way, you know, yeah. across the midfield, uh-huh. you know, doing a couple short passes here or there, kind of sitting a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I saw Tillman play, I felt like he had qualities of an Ilié kind of player who just kind of like pulls the strings. Mm-hmm. But he also has kind of the athleticism and the mobility and able to kind of go, you know, box to box. Yeah. What I felt. Yeah, he definitely has um has those qualities and he had he, he was playing sort of like, you know, box to box and stuff. But I think he's something I think what he provides on top of that is just like kind of a I don't want to say he's like a deep not he's definitely not a deep line no. playmaker, but he's someone that from behind the lines can play balls you know mm-hmm. he's like it's i see him like a more forward thinking kellyan acosta if that makes okay. any sense yeah you know? i could say that because i don't as much as we see acosta kind of shoot free kicks or you know put himself in contention for the national team and things mm-hmm. i don't always think kellyan acosta is this offensive you know oriented kind of player i feel like he's mm-hmm. The cleanup guy, the 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 guy who's gonna make the right pass, mm-hmm. you know, to me, make he's, the right decision defensively. He's a straight up center mid, like yeah, center mid uh, can fill in the DM spots. Like mm-hmm. he's a, like I guess if you wanted to like you know put labels on everything, CM to DM, like that would be his like right. his area. But he's more of a straight up like center mid. Like I see him as like a six, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe like he can he can play the ball out. He's good at passing. He's got like those long balls if you want yeah. to play the play those to kinda of like I was mentioning like Tillman can probably do as well. But he's more of like in that like center mid area. He you know mm-hmm. whereas uh Ilie will drop a little can drop a little bit more down, you know, kind of in front of the um in front of the center backs or kind of have all the or 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 where in not always like that because I know we play kind of a high line too. But, like, Ilya will kind of sit back, and then you'll have Costa here, and then Sifu or Tillman kind of right. pushing a little bit for, more forward, too. Because I think Sifu and Tillman are going to be our, our sort of, like, uh, our midfield sort of, like, attacking guys. Like, that's where we're going to see a lot of the attack come from. Which, actually, if you think about it, is something that you and I had been saying for a long time that right. we need a cam. and we need Because we, well, we were straight up thinking, like, a center attacking mid, like someone mm-hmm. that's not going to Like a back. 10. Yeah, a like a 10. 10. But what Trundle is doing or what we've seen, I, I think is pretty great. Like, I think we're building or he's building a sort of team that of players that can not jack of all trades, mm-hmm. but like we're kind of a, a working team. We're not traditional in the sense. I mean, and as we've come to see, like not there, the traditional mm-hmm. 10 isn't something that's utilized as much anymore. Yeah. But the dying way art. Yeah, it's a dying art. <laughs> Hopefully it comes back. I, I, I still think it will. I think it'll come back. I think it'll come I think back. It's, it's a revolving door, you know? But what what we see like Trundle building and stuff is just I, I think this midfield the the combination of the players that we have there they I would say have high medium or to high work rates mm-hmm. they're all players that can go up and drop back just as much and, and defend and attack because we all know that Ilya can play a ball <laughs> Ilya can play a ball yeah that's that's not and he's of course Ilya's, he can drop back and defend Ilya last year showed how vital he was to creating any sort of offense Mm -hmm. so having Tillman now there Mm -hmm. is kind of a little bit of insurance policy I feel Mm -hmm. like in case Ilya is out 
Costa yeah. could drop a little deeper, be the DM, and Tillman can kind of take a little bit more of the playmaking responsibilities right. with Sifu. But I do love the balance of the squad with Costa, Ilya, and Tillman. Yeah, and I had to see the, the lineup one more time. Yeah. But yeah. Well, bro, like I usually do, mm-hmm. I usually get ahead of myself and I talk about Tillman right away. But, <laughs> but like since we last talked, and I basically see you like every other day, yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, you know, LAFC <sighs> had a Champions League game against Costa Rican side. Ah, uh, fudge, I'm gonna mess this up. A la Jaluense. I think so. It's L- LD for Landon Donovan. Just kidding. No, Liga Deportivo a la Juelense. A la Juelense. Yeah, I think that was right. A la Juelense. A la Juelense. A la Juelense. Yeah. And they thrashed him in Costa Rica. Which, you know, I think they were on some sort of winning streak, from what I understand. Um, okay. Well, it didn't look like it because <laughs> Denny Buwanga. No, nah, never mind. They weren't. Scored a hat trick on him in Costa Rica, bro. And also, I just quick tangent real quick. Have you noticed that the announcer in the now BMO stadium says Denny Buanga? Did he say Dennis before? I feel like he... No, yeah, you're right. He ne- they never said Denny. Well, we didn't hear it too many times last season. Last season, I feel like we didn't hear it. But I feel like this season, I don't... It's not, to me, it doesn't sound like Dennis, I guess now. Mm-hmm. It's Denny, and the S is like silent. I'm going to have to pay close attention. Because game, I yeah. was very confused. I was like, Denny? 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 Mm-hmm. What about the S? He's French, or like, he's French, you know. Denis. He was raised in France. He's essentially French, yeah. So, I don't know, maybe that's a thing over there. But anyway. You know, I was actually thinking about that. What? Thinking about how, do you think that Dennis Buanga, a 21-year-old Dennis Buanga, ever imagined himself playing in Costa Rica? Dude, I really don't <laughs> think a guy who's probably played in Europe or has, has grown up his entire uh, life in Europe and thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the CONCACAF Champions League. He wanted Champions in League Costa football. Rica. He got it. He did. He got it. He got I don't know if he ever played in the Champions League in uh probably not. for Saint Saint Etienne. So, so it's low level that, team. Yeah, they weren't ever any like thing to like you know rave about but but i just i just had that thought earlier today when i was thinking of the fact that dennis buonga dropped three on them he dude i mean this goes back to like literally the first thing i said which was mm-hmm. saying like this team has got me really excited because the front three with buonga opoku and vela just looks like it's working Bro. perfectly it's just Okay, I've said it before and stuff, and, and I don't mean it in the sense that our guys are, like, the same thing. I mean it in the, the fluidity and the chemistry, um, but I'm getting, like, MSN vibes. Like, there's just so much understanding. That is Messi, Neymar, and Suarez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we have our own over here, OBV. Yeah. OB. That's right, Avi. 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 Avi, they're good. Obviously. Opoku. Buanga <laughs> Bella, yeah. You know, we get our in Spanish, we get our B's and our V's mixed up. Yeah, I'm sure. Ve grande o ve chica. I still mismo. don't know the difference. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but but like Buanga and Opoku and Bella just have this fluidity just... about them. And dude, if that's you think so of... nice, dude. And like across, look at if think about this. 
we have Bella, the tried and true veteran captain. Mm -hmm. Then we have Buanga, the man of the hour in his prime. Yeah. And then we have the next one up, Opoku, all working together. And yeah. each and every one of those can take something from the other and, and teach the other one something. Like Opoku can provide the extra energy for for Vela. Buanga mm -hmm. can put the team on his back for, for Vela. It's and looking like it's looking, it's like, looking like, like he is. Opoku can like fill in all the gaps. He's still got that high work rate. Not mm -hmm. that Buanga doesn't because Buanga's work rate is a... Well, in, that's like, another thing I wanted to talk about because like, you know... In the world of football, soccer, the press yeah. is such a big deal. You know what I mean? Gugan like, press. yeah, the Guggen press. You know, like make sure they, they, it works to function a certain way. You know, uh -huh. the guy has to be waiting in a certain position, it's and it, it's a whole different deal, right? Uh -huh. But that's like the modern day. Yeah, it's a modern right? day game. I agree. And I just feel like Opoku being twenty-two, having all that energy and the press, and Buwanga, Buwanga, who's in his prime. At 27, I believe he is giving that effort and also pressing because oh, we know man. Vela is Bwanga's not going to do it, huh? Bwanga's younger than me, he is, dude. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm also older than Bwanga, so teardrop yeah. there. That's crazy, <laughs> bro. We're old, dog. <laughs> don't matter, don't matter. We were there from the beginning for LAFC back in 2014. Yeah, Come on, we that's when we were still younger than half the squad. Exactly. <laughs> not anymore, exactly. man. Times not anymore. Times have that, That's all good. You know, it's, it's uh, like Buong, like you mentioned, 27 in his prime, and he's just been absolutely killing it. You know, it's him coming here and uh, just, I, I think just that, that goal in Portland, just, that it just needed to happen. And then after mm -hmm. that, like the floodgates have like kind of started to, to open up. And will they continue? I'm not entirely sure just because, again, like, you know, I don't know how much of a test uh Alajuente is but with that being said we went there to do a job and the job was done and completed and mm -hmm. efficiently and correctly because we have seen already within this Champions League teams that have not I don't want to say necessarily taken the opposition seriously but they've kind of they've brushed them off they've brushed them sure, off bro. now here you know I don't really care but Austin they got sent packing yeah by a team from Haiti and they're I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm really happy about it because they're, I guess, our direct competitors, you know? Right. And they got there by going to the Western Conference Final, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. it's for nothing because they got, you know, so. So are we the best team when they're going for Champions League? Well, you still have Liga MX teams yeah, to deal with. But, but um, in particular. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as far as, like, the CONCACAF Champions League, uh -huh. we've won the MLS Cup, which yeah. I don't think. That, that should deter us from trying to repeat again, especially the way we're looking right now. I agree. But I do think CONCACAF Champions League is a priority, mm -hmm. especially with the new Club World Cup set up coming up. That's right. Both Chelsea and Madrid are, Madrid are, are already there. there. And whomever this team, whomever this year wins, will also be a part of that Club World Cup, well, along with Seattle Sounders. Oh, that's really cool. Dude, that would be pretty cool. I, I kind of like that. It's kind of it's interesting. It's different. Yeah, it's in, that's really cool. That would be pretty. That'd, that'd be great to me. That's a huge deal. Yeah, man. so we can finally make it past the first game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Seattle did us dirty. <laughs> they, they totally did. But 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 like, it's gonna put us, LAFC, the MLS, U.S. Soccer in general, like, in a comparative 
uh, way towards Europe? Like, how we'll do we see compare? Where, we stack up against where do we stand? Are we really not a top ten league, or can we potentially say mm-hmm. we have broken that barrier as a top ten league in the world? So, to me, that's, that's a very important thing. Like and as an LAFC fan. I just think this club has meant for trophies. That's what they want. That's what their game plan is. It's a club that 100%. is trying to be the elite team in MLS, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's what the Galaxy should have been, but they That's have okay. they're, fallen off. So. They, they, got, they got bigger fish to fry they now. They definitely got problems. So they're, they're, they're on their own now with that in that aspect. They, they got to... <laughs> don't care. Yeah, I really don't care. So... I mean, last week's game against Alajuelense was, you know, obviously a very big victory. We're playing the second round of the CONCACAF Champions League at literally like in 20 minutes as of recording in this. six minutes. Oh, shoot. It six minutes? in six minutes. So at, at the BMO, which we are not at. No. But unfortunately, no, not today. We got, I got day jobs, man. You know, yeah. I got to wake up really early. But so, disappointed I'm not there. Content for you guys. Right. How would we yeah. bring it forward? Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're here. We're doing this. We're doing this for you guys. We're making the sacrifice for you guys. You're welcome. Just kidding. Um, but I know this Costa Rican side is going to come into the BMO Stadium. And LAFC, I'm hoping, comes out with a strong energy and doesn't underestimate the situation. Mm-hmm. If it's a 1-0 victory, to me that's fine. But don't sit back and just kind of like disrespect this Alajuelense. Mm-hmm. The line is out. Tell me, bro. All right. Who's... Okay. All right, so... Strong team? Strong team. I'll start from the bottom. So okay. we're going back with Mac Daddy. I like that. But this would have been a good opportunity. Actually, well, our second keeper is the 38-year-old guy from Everton. And then our third keeper is an academy guy that we signed up for the season. So Mac Daddy's fine. Mac Daddy's fine. On the right, we got Sergio Palencia. Good signs from him. Holding's head came off. From last thing I heard um, is that he had a collapsed lung. So What? I'm not, I got to do more research, see where he's at, how he's feeling. Yeah. But it's not looking good. However... Sergio Palencia, Sergio Palencia did. I thought he did well at the weekend. Maldonado looked just as good too, so I'm okay with that. Mm. Chiellini and Long, and then wow. Palacios. So our back lineup. That's a that's a strong, strong defense. It's strong. Although if you think about it, our depth players aren't kind of aren't necessarily weak anymore. Like our mm. our depth is getting good. And then in the midfield, we got Sanchez, Tillman, and Sifu. So I'm excited to see that. Oh, so interesting. So resting Acosta. Okay. Okay. Well, but, okay. But last, um, but this weekend, this past weekend, it was Sifu who got the rest. Right. And now this time it's Acosta. So it's rotating. But as you can see, Sanchez, a, main, a name he, He's a name He's got to be there. He's, he's got to be, be there. <clears throat> and then we got Vela, Buick, and Opoku. So this is kind of different. But I kind of mm. like it. I think this is a great opportunity for Buick because... He, look, he got his goal this weekend. He did. Behind, and, and you know what? I'm really happy because it came a lot sooner than I probably would have expected. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the only reason why I'm surprised, per se, is just mm-hmm. because you... How often do you see a player come here, an international player from Europe, yeah. and they actually struggle to find 
some mm-hmm. sort of form, or they struggle to like make themselves be a dominant player. But he so and especially him coming in so young and having mm-hmm. to like learn a whole new like league and system and everything. I didn't. I wasn't sure what kind of <clears throat> what we would see from him. Mm-hmm. But we already got a goal out of him, and I'm very excited and very happy for him. And I'm glad that he's getting this opportunity to start so he can show us. And I think this is a great opportunity. You're playing at home. You're playing. You're already 3-0 up, so you kind of have a little less pressure in that aspect. Right. But this is an opportunity for you to show what, show you, what you got. Do, show what you can do. And this is going to have... Uh, dude, Opoku and Buick together, I think, is going to be well, a problem. You, I, I talked to you at the game, at the 4-0 victory against the uh, New morning. England Revolution. Uh, shout out to Latif Blessing. For getting his uh, championship oh, ring. On the, on the TV, they have Vela as a striker. Uh, well, but we know it's a free flow. It's yeah. a free flow. On on LAFC's official page, it's Buick as a striker. Oh, okay. Well, so, either way, same. Knows. But, but, but like... <laughs> Avi. Oh, and <laughs> Avi. it still works with him. Does it? Yeah, because... Buick, Buonga. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, I like this. Dude, we need to make that a thing. Oh, my gosh. Avi. We're going to yes, make that a thing. I like that. I like that. But yeah, so I'm sorry you were saying. Um, what I was know. I? Oh, yeah. So distracting myself. <laughs> the 4-0 victory against New England, like Buick played a big portion of the game, mm-hmm. right? And I felt that he's really electric. Like the scouting report on him was he's a tricky winger, fast, mm-hmm. you know, got the good pace, you know, got a good burst, agility. But I can see where... He's definitely a young player still because he doesn't have that final product. It was always, that thing that you and I always talked about with mm-hmm. Opoku in years past was that Opoku didn't have that finishing product. Like in the final third, he didn't know what to pass or mm-hmm. who to pass it to or whether he should shoot it or not uh-huh. or whether he should take on a player. And I felt like Buick kind of questioned himself a little bit, but like you said, it's part of adapting to a new league, it's a new country, new, country. new team. I'm sure he knows English, right? But now having to use English primarily might be a bit of yeah. a switch. We've all done it. Like for right. me, for example, I'm fluent in Spanish, mm-hmm. but when I go to Mexico, like the first few days, I'm like, whoa! Like I need, I need a second. Like, I need to, like, <laughs> I need to change my brain to think in Spanish. Eventually, by the end of my trips, my vaca- my dreams are in Spanish too. It's crazy. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Like I just steer, like my whole mind kind of start. I start mm-hmm. thinking in Spanish. I'm like, wait a minute, this you voice have is, to, dude. You have to, but you have to. Yeah. You're 100 correct. Yeah. But what my point being is, it's when it's and in English and Spanish is technically my first language, right? So this and, and this just to speak to the how how you know difficult this can be. Mm-hmm. English is not his first language. He's coming here, mm-hmm. and to have to like think. I mean, I'm sure he's thinking. Croatian, but like now you have to think about what you're trying to translate and say. It has mm-hmm. to be quick and stuff. So, I'm sure that whole process and getting accustomed to the language being primarily used, it's or English being primarily used daily, it's you know taking its time and whatnot. But from what we like, that's why it's like it's <clears throat> it's impressive that he's got he got his goal so quick already, and mm-hmm. hopefully that we can see that this week or in this game as well. Yeah, because I mean, getting your first goal is getting that monkey off your back. Mm-hmm. So now he knows he can score. Of course. He yeah. can fit into this team. And it's only going to build his confidence. So yeah, I think him getting the start is, I think that Trundolo knows right. what he's doing. He's giving yeah. him confidence. Well, we know. We know Chirundolo is a player's coach. I but, think so. Yeah. But yeah. I'm also starting to believe that Chirundolo actually knows more tactics than he, we give him credit for. 
Wow, and just 30 seconds in, and he's already, like, creating... Causing havoc. Causing havoc. We got a corner kick, and Tillman's taking it, of course. Let's let's see where this leads us, because I'm feeling confident. Oh, never Damn, mind. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I jinxed it. Well, okay, so we know, you know, LAFC has, had, has been playing really well in our first three games. We just beat New England 4-0. We we in our first game we beat Portland Timbers. Uh, what was it? Three to two. Three to two. The then, questions to be answered, but I mean, first game back. Right. That's that was right. the first game of the season. Like a little slight pass, and then Alejo Valencia, we're basically showing the opponent that we're not going to go lightly on you. We're going for the kill, mm-hmm. and I like that mentality I do for too. LAFC and the club in general because it's a winning mentality. It is a winning mentality, and I think that's what we need to to instill in these players and understand that we're, yeah. you know, not we're like I keep saying it like we're there, but that LFC, you know, it's it's going for for everything, mm-hmm. but primarily like the Champions League, and you can't put in like a a depleted squad or a super rotated squad if you're really serious about being that being your main your main trophy. Well, or, you know, plus and, they they're trying to grow it, and I think the Club World Cup they almost made it even more important. Mm-hmm. Like the new uh, changes to it, so because that's a lot more money, a lot more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Viewership, mm-hmm. as yeah, far more as views, more, more views and stuff. More it's people, more global, more globalization of like mm-hmm. U.S. soccer. Yeah. Um, speaking of globalization, globalization of U.S. soccer, LAFC have made kind mm-hmm. of an interesting, interesting partnership. That was announced a couple mm-hmm. days ago with Bayern Munich. That's right. That's which is right. clearly why I'm wearing this jersey. The Oktoberfest yeah. jersey. Because, so from what, from my understanding and from what I've read, LAFC is now partnering up with Bayern Munich to create a development like program for their players. So youth players are going to have a better infrastructure based off of things that are happening in Munich. You know, those kind of ideas, those kind of practices, those kind of, like, methods are going to be brought to LAFC. And also, players at Bayern, on their academy, can have opportunities to come to LAFC, like Buick, like Mm -hmm. Maldonado, like Opoku, those young, you know, developing kind of guys, to come play here. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that's, like, so... I think that's just so important because... Only certain teams like NYCFC connected with Manchester City, Girona, and other things, like, that doesn't really happen that much. And I feel like it should mm-hmm. because these clubs are modeled after European giants. That's just the way it is because those that's, are, that's, that's the, the standard. That's, the, that's what works. Right. That's, 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 that's the, the model. model. So to have them now, like, have a partnership with Bayern where in the past Bayern had a partnership with FC Dallas – and move players there like Chris Richards that we know, uh, Justin Che, I believe. Justin Che. Like, players like that went to the Bayern Academy from Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just so important because it gives the opportunity for kids in the LAFC Academy, mm-hmm. in the Southern California region, to kind of have that direct route to, to Europe. To Europe, yeah. And you're not just going to just any club. You're going to Bayern Munich, who historically is the best club in Germany and I'd say def- for sure a top five club 
um, in Europe. They still are. I mean, we know. Yeah. We all know how, what the what the Bundesliga is or isn't, right? But I mean, I mean, Bayern just put the smackdown on Messi and Co. Yeah, and that involves that, and that includes Mbappe and Sergio Ramos and Donnarumma. For whatever reason, and I, don't, I, I really have no idea why. I've admired Bayern Munich because it doesn't matter if they're winning the league by 10, 20 points, or right now tied, but they always put a very competitive team. They do in Europe in Champions League. So they're, I, they're serious about the Champions League. That's yeah. Like, well, I think they know. You know that the the Bundesliga is only so much. If you want real like. Mm-hmm. Recognition and everything. There's, there's. You gotta get the Champions League. Champions League is where For it's at. For real, dude. And you know what I think? Uh, I think it's kind of like an interesting thing. Like you know how the Bundesliga isn't like a trophy. It's like a, like a big old. Plate. Oh, the shield. Yeah. Yeah, the shield or, or whatever. Like whatever it is. Yeah, it's yeah. just like the supporter shield. It gives yeah. me like those connection vibes. You know, like <laughs> see that that's the the German elite mentality. Yeah. The league. That's just a supporter shield. Yeah. It's supporter it don't shield. matter. It doesn't us. matter. It's yeah. the Champions League. That's the real. League. That's, that's what really matters. That's the playoffs and everything. I mean, it kind of. It is. It is. It is. It is, it is basically. If you think about it that sort way. Sort of. But I think it's super cool. Like the initiative, I think, is called the Red and Gold um, Partnership or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I thought, I think that's really cool. I'm really excited to see how that translates in the coming years with players mm-hmm. coming from Bayern Munich. Will we see a Justin Chick come to LAFC mm-hmm. kind of player just like, oh, I need more game time? You know who it opens the door to? Musiala, Thomas Muller. Chupa Moting. Oh my g- I'm down for that, dude. That's a sick striker to have. I mean I know he's in like his his early thirties, but you know what? That is Oh, we're looking at a possible handball handball. Oh, killing what what is he gonna do there? Anyway, you guys will see it uh probably as you're probably watching right now, LAFC fans. And it is a BK! Dang. You know, so I don't like this, but I do in a sense because it spices it up. It does, but it also makes me incredibly nervous. It does. But <laughs> let's remember, Mac Daddy is a PK specialist. This is, he you're was, not wrong. He you're was already wrong. warming up to come on before mm-hmm. Kripal broke his leg because of the PKs. Because they were thinking about the PKs. So he was already going to be coming on for that. Yeah. He's like, that's like his specialty, so... I also want to give a little bit of credit to McCarthy because in the past podcast, mm-hmm. I was a little bit hard on him for not dim, like being the presence in the box that I would want out of my keeper. So uh-huh. against New England, it did f- feel like he was commanding the box more. Um, it so did, yeah. I, I did get that sort I, of feeling too. I think maybe it was nerves at first, and uh, of course, this this their striker. Why does he look familiar? Well, 26? Or whoever, who's that 26 guy? Gonzalez. Well, as we watch whether the penalty outcome comes comes to a goal or not, we will see. But I think as far as like the past week of LAFC... Uh, this guy used to play for Galaxy. Oh, and he scored yeah. against so Mac Daddy. He was actually... I knew I recognized this guy. So I'm gonna what is read his name? you his his name is Jean, Giancarlo Gonzalez. Okay. Giancarlo Gonzalez started his career in the summer of 2008 June with LD Alajuelense. He made his way over and over to Valerenga, 
Then from there he went to Columbus Crew in 2014. Mm. Then from Columbus Crew he went to Palermo. He was there for three years. From Palermo he went to Bologna. Okay, so this guy has been around Europe. He's, he's Costa MLS. Rican, yeah. Okay. From Bologna he went to uh, Galaxy, and then from Galaxy he went on loan to Alajolense. Uh, he was there from July 21 to December 21, but. It looks like, and then he was at, oh, then he went back to um, Galaxy for a month and then back to Alajolense. But yeah, that, that's why this guy looked familiar. I think I've seen him, I remember playing against him and uh, or, or like seeing him for Galaxy. I don't remember mm-hmm. him in the Serie A. But yeah, yeah, but that's, wow, that's, but then, you know, that's kind of funny because I don't think we expected a former European player to be playing with Alajolense. On a Costa Rican yeah. team. But it makes sense because these guys, I mean, look at the, the Costa Rican national team. I mean, you got players like Brian Rees and stuff, you know, Joel Campbell. They do get, you know. The occasional player to yeah. go abroad to Europe and Yeah, and like of that. course they're going to, everyone yeah. always has a soft spot for coming back home to play. Especially at like, you know, older age. And that's how yeah. it is. All I don't right. blame him for going to play the rest of his career in Costa Rica. Not that Dude, I've been, but I've heard a lot of good things. I mean, he's 35, so. Yeah, he's bad. That's pretty cool. So that's. I knew I recognized him. But anyways, so Alajolense just, you know, scored their goal. We'll focus more on that, I guess, um, in the coming episode. But, yeah, Mac Daddy, I think uh, I think he's, yeah, it might have been a little bit of uh, the nerves and stuff. It's first game of the season, mm-hmm. home, you know, it's got, I'm sure he too feels a little bit of pressure just because there's a, I think expectations of him are a little higher than they were before. Because wow. of the final and everything. I mean, he was our MVP. You know, MVP in the greatest MLS final in history for for no reason. Plus, if you're McCarthy, Mac Daddy, <laughs> you want to potentially earn this starting spot or get a move next season to play on, an, on, a, on a team as a starter as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a guy who wants to be a backup for the rest of his career. No, so. no. So I mean, this is a good opportunity for him to really showcase himself mm-hmm. and you know first game i i saw i got worried a little bit i thought we were going through the same old goalkeeping issues that we've had in the past few seasons but I, yeah i still think that that first okay. goal he he got screwed on his line of sight a little bit because i can't imagine that he would just react so slow for no like just slowly you know as uh-huh. i really think it was this line of sight but yeah the second goal there was questions to be asked but we'll see he didn't stop this PK, but I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, moving on, you know, I think uh, the the other players that we've had, you know, I got, I'm excited for for Long to finally to see some more right. of Long, more of Aaron Long. Like I, I feel like I thought he was going to be our number one starter from the very beginning, mm-hmm. but I think it's been good. He's kind of been worked into it. Yeah, he's been worked into the squad, which I'm totally fine with. And I, I just, you know, I think uh, I feel like our defense is pretty. How do I say it? Like I don't, I don't feel nervous when someone else comes on. I, like, I I'm just don't like, plug and play. To me, the Hollingshead potential injury out for a you know if he's out for a good portion of time or uh-huh. even a few weeks, I'm a little concerned because I don't know too much depth there. I know Maldonado can play as a right back, but from what I know, mm-hmm. he's naturally a center back. Right. So, and we're kind of SOL. Uh, when it comes to uh, the rest of our defense, I mean, yeah. we don't really, we don't have a backup for Palacios. No. I. But then again, is... Palacio is an Iron Man. I've Dude, never not seen that guy play. I think so, too. Look, I mean, the, the guy's just, Palacios, I think, was just a, 
he wasn't a low-key signing because he was apparently being looked at by, mm-hmm. like, Barcelona and stuff. And at the time, not that I didn't believe it, but I was just like, okay, I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, maybe, but, like, why why come at us, you know? Yeah. Like, why would you, you know, but, like, now I can totally see, like, you know what? Yeah, he, he does have qualities of, like, European players, and mm-hmm. he's one of those, like, he's not your old-school defensive or uh, or outside back that just defends. He totally, totally brings the, the attack. Like, he does. How many times have you seen him, like, just connecting with Buanga, like, up there right outside of the 18? Like, Dude, I, to me, the skill set of having an attacking outside back uh-huh. only adds, a, like, an immense piece to your offense because you're adding another player in the mm-hmm. final third, like, essentially. Yeah, exactly. So... So having that extra person there when the defense is already taken on a certain amount of pressure, do they bring back another player or do they just kind of take mm-hmm. it? Oh, but that's why we have, yeah. So, and, then, and I think that's why Valencia potentially could do the same thing on the right back side. I think so too. Um, so I like the kid so far. We've only seen him in one start. but uh, There's a second one right here. So Yeah, second one right here. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, going back to the New England game, just 4-0, just dominating win. It, it's exactly what we needed, man. Like, it's, you know, after that Portland game, we were like, mm, we, yeah. we didn't know how to feel. We won, but, like, it could have been better. And then, you know, Alajuelense, like I said, it's it's a Champions League game and all, but again, we're, it's it's a it's a Costa Rican team. It's, it's not the same level of competition that is here in the MLS. I mean, this isn't a knock to them, but, I mean, just look at the the difference in the values of the squad. Like yeah. that that's a huge that's a huge telltale sign. So that that this game against New England, I just thought was it just made me feel so much better because it made me feel like okay, you know what, we're good. We're on the we're, right path. We're, we're good, and I I totally believe we're on the right path. But we got a difficult game this weekend mm-hmm. against the Seattle Sounders away from home. So it's going to be a big kind of a challenge for uh-huh. LAFC to really first, gauge where they're going to be. Yeah. And then... Um, Although Seattle was horrible last season, I don't know how they're looking this season so far, to They're be pretty good at Lumen Field most of the time. And I feel like an old foe in LAFC is really mm-hmm. going to light that fire under them it if could, they weren't could. already. But this is also a team that failed to qualify for... Um, playoffs. For the playoffs. Yeah. So... You know, but we'll see. You're right. This is a one-off game, and like we've mentioned before, like you said right now, like against LAFC, it, there seems to be some sort of fire lit under them. They just yeah. seem to be in their A game. You know, them in the galaxy. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I think it says a lot about us. That does. Now that, we bring that. The, like you have to come and bring that to beat us. So yeah. You know, so we're the, becoming the one of the most. Uh, I would say fear teams. Yeah, there you go. One of the fear in teams. In the MLS. Like, oh, shit. We're playing them. All right. Yeah. You, the good guys, get on. Get well, on. I think that just about covers this past week's mm-hmm. um, games and what's been going on with the club. So, I guess we will be looking forward to next time the result mm-hmm. of this Alajualense game. game yeah. And the Seattle and game. And the Seattle game where we can finally see or not finally but like it'll be a good run of games for now we'll have a better gauge of where we stand exactly power rankings are we really number one we shall see we'll see later so guys i hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast and 
please know that this podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we hope you have enjoyed it. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Later, guys.